0: We'd like to welcome you to The Journey from the Hill. This is a weekly podcast of Chapel Hill Baptist Church. Each week, you'll hear biblical teaching from our pastor, Dr. Shannon Moses. At the end of today's podcast, you'll hear a way to reach out to us with any questions you might have about this message. Now, let's prayerfully listen as Dr. Moses opens the Word of God. The most amazing part of all that is we get to do that. That's, the, uh, that's what amazes me about the God we serve is He allows us to serve Him. He allows us to, to come in His presence and to lift up His name. Because we know us, we've seen us, we, we've watched us and we've dealt with us all week long or all morning long. And we know who we are. And then to be able to just go there to that place and to lift Him up for who he is. He is holy and worthy, worthy, worthy. This morning, if you've got your Bibles, today, we last week we looked over in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. If you've got your Bibles this morning, I want to invite you to turn with me over to the book of John. I mentioned last week how just a nugget, that was just a nugget. And I, and I pray that as you are going throughout your week and as you're thinking about, you're, you're allowing the Spirit of God to lead you and It's so necessary for us to surrender our wills to His and to trust in Him with all of our heart and not not to depend on ourselves, not to call any shots on our own, but to fully surrender our lives, laying ourselves down, laying our thoughts, our desires, our wants and our wishes, our goals and our dreams, and laying them at the foot of the cross and laying them and saying, Lord God, I am fully yours, committed, surrendered to you. And I trust you with all of my heart. And I don't want to lean on my understanding. In all of my ways, God, I, I want to acknowledge you in everything. that What seems seemingly insignificant all the way to the very, very, what we may think is very important. All of it. Fully surrendered and devoted to the Lord. If you do that, I said last week, if you do that, guys, there's no telling what God can be doing in your life. There's no telling how he'll transform you and he'll just start beginning. You'll start growing. You'll start seeing and listening. That's one thing we need to be praying for is is for sure wisdom. Pray for wisdom. King Solomon writing there to his son. It says, to my son. he, He writes to his son individually. You, son, listen. Don't forget the teachings. Don't forget these words treasure them in your heart and here we sit many of you have been in church all your lives many of you some may be new some may be you know i I didn't start my walk with the lord until a little later on and that is perfectly fine but we're all on a journey we're being brought to the place to where god desires us to be one of these days he's going to take us home but until then until then, how do you want us to live, Lord? We want to. He wants us to live in obedience. He wants us to follow after Him, to hunger and to thirst for Him. We're reading God's Word together. We're in Genesis. People have asked, "What are we reading specifically?" Just be reading the Book of Genesis. Just be slowly, methodically reading through. And when you finish it, reread it. It's too large to read all together. We'll 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 take pieces of it in Sunday school. If you're not part of Sunday school, you're. We're in Genesis now in Sunday school, so it's a great time to to take what you're reading during the day and during the week, and then you've got it on the weekends. And all through through our lives, we're studying, we're looking at the very beginning of creation and how God walked with man and the consequences of sin and the fall and all of that other stuff. But for us this morning, we got another year ahead of us. Here we are. He, He mentioned, what, seven days now into it. And Uh, i didn't talk any i don't think i mentioned i I was thinking this morning i was getting ready i never mentioned the word resolutions this lasts forever i have not mentioned it and then he mentioned it this morning i was thinking that's so interesting you know people start new year's resolutions and they're wanting to do things and they're wanting to whether it's go to gym or eat right or act better or, or start something reading books and i don't know journaling and reading your word more and praying more often and there's so many things that we set ourselves up for and when we fail we skip a day and then we skip two days and before long that snowball hits us and we begin to beat ourselves up there's no reason to do that stay in the word stay walking humbly before your god continue to hunger for him desire him Wake up with him on your, on your heart and on your mind. Go to bed with him being the last conversation that you're having, whether you're with your spouse or you, you tuck your kids, you're going there. Let, let the Lord be the last conversation you have and the first conversation you have. Every single day, make that just who you are, and, the, and you'll start to see. Guys, that's, that's what trusting the Lord with all your heart means. That's what not leaning on your thoughts, Lord, Lord bathe my thoughts. Take, scripture says to take every thought captive. These, this mind is messed up. If, we, if we're not careful, this same mind that, that can conjure up some horrible, horrible thoughts and horrible, horrible things toward others, guys, we've got to control it. And how do we do it? We keep the Lord, we keep His Word, we keep His truth in our mind. This morning I, I preached this, I've I laid this out, this isn't new, but the way I'm going to do it this year, it's sort of going to be the theme of the year, I'm going to bounce back to it and bring it back, um, I don't know, ever so often I'm just going to remind you, maybe come back and ask you how are you doing with it, and I'm telling you, if you take a whole year to do this, it'll transform you, I promise you, it really, really, really will. We're over in the book of John, go with me to John you're sitting in John, go toward the end of the book, go to to John 21. Here, Peter, we see Peter has fallen. He has said he would come to Jesus and that he would defend him to the max, that he would never turn away from him. He would fight to the death for Peter, for Jesus. That's what Peter said. And guys, we've, we've, we've been that way before. We've been our mouth has, has said more than our mind and our heart and our walk is willing to follow. Okay, We understand Peter completely. And when you see Peter toward the, toward the end of Jesus' life, his first ministry life before the resurrection, you see Peter going off and weeping bitterly. And then Jesus here is, is cooking breakfast and he's there by the Sea of Galilee and he, his disciples come to him and he feeds them and he has this conversation with Peter And he's feeding Peter, and he says, if you love me, feed my sheep. If you love me, tend my lambs. If you love me, and he's constantly talking to Peter about, hey. And what we see there is God's grace to Peter, God's God's forgiveness and God's mercy being shown. If you think there's no way God can use me, look at what God right here in John 21 does to Peter. You say there's no way. I I promised him I would, and then I failed him, and I know I'm a failure now, and there's no hope for me. Well, read this, and it tells you that's not true. We all mess up, we all fall short, we all say we'll never do it again, and ultimately we our sinful, our fallen nature that is bent towards sin. Not always, but oftentimes takes over and messes things up again. And then we have the gracious, merciful God that we can go to. And and he will forgive us. And we see that here as Jesus talks to Peter there on the side of the road, there on the side of the sea. And then Jesus tells Peter something very important. He talks to Peter very specifically, something we don't get often, but we know that God can. He did it with Peter. He could possibly do it with us. He goes into great detail in what's coming for Peter. Look here, verse 18. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to gird yourself and walk wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will gird you and bring you where you do not wish to go. Now this, he said, signifying what kind of death he would glorify God And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. So here God, Christ Jesus, looks at Peter in redemption. And he he gives him the challenge to tend my lambs and to take care of my sheep. And he tells him exactly how his end would be. But he gives him those final words. Look, follow me. Until then, follow me. And this morning, this morning, this year... This rest of your life, I want you to pay very close attention to what's about to be said in the next little bit of the conversation. It's very, very important. Guys, it's it's life-changing what is about to happen. It is transformative. It will transform you. It will change you. It will change your joy. It will change your peace. It will change your direction of life. It will absolutely Make you a different human being. You interested yet? I mean, honestly, if if you're given that kind of, wow, this is really, really good. I really need to lean in and pay attention to what's about to be said. Jesus looks at Peter and says, hey, when you were young, this is how it was. But when you get old, this is what's going to happen. But basically until then, you follow me. Peter and Jesus is having this conversation. Such intimate conversation. Such details. Such insight. Such grace. And such such an honor to be able to follow the King of kings and Lord of lords. And notice what happens. Peter, verse 20, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them, the one who also had leaned back on his bosom at the supper and said, Lord, who is the one who, will, who betrays you? We're talking about John. So Peter, seeing him, verse 21, said to Jesus, Lord, and what about this man? God, you, you've told me what's going to happen in my life. You've told me how, how my life is going to end. You told me what's going on in, from now on in my uh, what about him? And notice what Jesus says. Peter seeing him, said to him, Lord Jesus, and what about him? And Jesus said to him, If I want him to remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Listen to me, church. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. I'm not talking. That's not written to a group of people. That's written to an individual. You individually trust in the Lord with all your heart. It doesn't say, hey, you guys, y'all trust in the Lord with all y'all's his heart, and don't lean on y'all's understanding. In all y'all's ways, acknowledge him, and he's going to direct y'all's path. That's not what the Word says. The Word says, hey, you, specifically you, individually you, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and don't lean on your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Peter here looks over to John and says, hey God, what about him? And Jesus is like, they ain't none of your business. What does it matter what I do in his life? What does it matter what I do in their life? You follow me. Guys, I'm telling you, you want to see your life fully transformed, quit worrying about everybody else quit comparing yourself to everybody else quit looking over the neighbor's fence quit looking over your buddy's cubicle quit looking in everybody else's driveway and everybody else's facebook and everybody else's whatever and we the comparison thing the competition thing yeah but what about them it stop all of that you want to see your life Be transformed, take your eyes, and put them where Jesus is telling Peter, hey, what's it matter what I do over there? Hey, you, I want you to follow me. Guys, you want to see your life radically changed? Follow Christ. You follow Christ. Yeah, but Brother Shannon, it seems like, to stop all of that. Don't, don't do all of that. No more. Well, it seems like they just get it all. They get everything. Stop that. Well, they're blessed and we're not. Stop that. And why is all this bad stuff happen? Stop all of that. Just stop all of that. Yeah, but Brother Shannon and everybody else does it. I know. But that's not who you are. Run your race. I cannot tell you how long, honestly, that I've sat at Chapel Hill and wanted to talk about this all year long. <laughs> I cannot tell you the number of times that I've stood up here and got to a point and got to the place because i realized and I know what it can do to this church and what it can do to your family and what it can do to your life and what it can do to your walk if you will take this and you will simply run your race. Stop looking at everybody else just run your race. You follow Him. You do what He's commanded you to do. You walk in obedience to your Lord and Savior. You honor Him. Apart from what... It don't matter what's happening whatever's going on at work and school and play and home and family and finances and health and whatever the situation is, whatever the context is, in the middle of that context, it doesn't matter what I'm doing over there. I want you to follow me. It doesn't matter what I'm doing in their life. I want you to follow me. That is so powerful what Jesus tells us, what John is writing to us about a conversation that he hears. I mean, imagine this. John is walking up. And he sees Peter and Jesus over there talking. And he's like, what are what they talking about? And all of a sudden, Peter turns around and says, what about him? And then he, hears, then he hears Jesus sort of rebuke him. And he's like, what does it matter what I do to him? What does it matter what I'm doing in their life? What if, I, if, if I want to see him to stay here until I come back, that ain't none of your business. I want you to follow me. And it meant so much. And it wowed him so much. And it's so important and necessary for us as individuals, as, as church. Is the body of Christ to take our minds off of all the distractions that are to the left and to the right and everywhere else. Keep our eyes right there. Lord God, you have me and my family at Chapel Hill Baptist Church for such a time as this, and, and others are there, and others are there, and they're doing all of this, and they're doing all of that. Yeah, but Lord, we are here. Help me to be exactly who you desire me to be right here. You follow me. That's what God's telling every single one of us this morning. And our spirit wrestles with our flesh because our flesh says, Yeah, but you don't know. It don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter how they've been or who they are or what you're going through or what you've gone through or how bad, whether you're on a mountain or whether you're in a valley. It doesn't matter anywhere in between. You follow me. We get to sing His praise. We get to. We get to close our eyes and go to that throne room and to sing His praise. We get to do that. And guys, if we're not careful... Who we're looking over the fence to and who we're looking over the cubicle at and who we're looking at the parking lot at and who we're looking at our neighbors and all of these, we are comparing ourselves and we are trying to be the world. We're trying to run, you know, remember that? I ain't thought of this forever. Remember the whole thing, run with the Joneses? We got any Joneses in here? I don't mean specifically you. Trying to run with the Joneses. Here's the deal. A lot of times we're trying to run with people that are lost. We're trying to run with lost people, y'all. We're trying to follow and emulate and, 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 and let our life and our steps look like people that don't even know Jesus. They would have thought he's a fool this morning when he said, okay, we're going to stop for a second, we're going to close our eyes, and we're going to throw to the throne. They'd have been looking around like, what are we doing? This is the weirdest place. But you get it. The people we're trying to compare ourselves to and run after and copy and look like they possibly don't even know Jesus. And if they do, what's that matter? Jesus says, Hey, you, it don't matter what I do in his life, it don't matter what I'm doing in their life. You follow me. Guys, think about the journey you're on. You follow him. If you're chasing anything other than Christ Jesus, you're, you're skewed. You're, you're, you're just a little distracted. You're just a little missing the point and all you do is you repent. The Bible says that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us. Lord God, I've been running after the wrong thing. I've I've been following after things. I've been comparing myself. I've been competing with others. I've been trying to do it like the world. And God, I'm sorry, Lord, I have have not had my eyes on you. Lord, Lord, I get so caught up. I get so caught up in how I worked so hard. And it seems like they get ahead and I'm still working so hard. And I have gotten so angry and I've been so hurt and I've gotten, because I am so caught up in what you're doing in their life. God, I want to, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. I I want to follow you. Stop. what's it matter what you're what he's doing over there you follow him what's it matter every single one of us is in a race every single one of us is on a course, every single one of us has been given talents and giftings and abilities. We've all been dealt a hand of cards, and, and all of them aren't royal flushes. Some of them are, some of them, I've said it before, some of them's like a t- red two and a, and a black ten, and, a, and I don't know, a, 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 a joker. Some of them's like, i just got a handful of jokers, and they just all messed up. I mean, I got a messed up one, it seems like he's going to best stop it. This is who you were supposed to be. This is who you are. You didn't marry him. You didn't marry her. You didn't do all this. You didn't have that. Your kids ain't perfect. Your life ain't perfect. Your wife, your husband, your your world. This is who you are. Okay? Yeah, but if we did that, no. If you follow Christ, that's what you need to do. Yeah, but if we just start, no. You need to follow Christ. If we would just start the resolution stuff, we need to start eating right and acting right and living right and gym right and money right and all this stuff. Quit, quit thinking about that. Don't do that. Just start following Christ and he'll start, the, the desires of this world will fade away and what matters and what becomes priority is what pleases and honors him and, and things will just start happening. Things will just start happening. Jesus is telling us today, what's it matter what I'm doing in their life? If I want him to stay on this earth forever, if I want him to be the longest living person that ever walks the earth, if I want him to be the most awed after man, sought after, if I want him to be seemingly the greatest human to have ever lived, what is that to you? It's none of your business. It's none of your business. Because I've done told you and commissioned you to follow me. Church, that's what he's telling us. Hebrews says, run the race to set before you. Every single one of us are in a race. He says to the sin which so easily entangles us. That sin that so easily entangles us and drags us back is these eyes that, and this mind and this heart that gets off of Christ and starts looking at, well, look at what they're doing and, and look at how they have it and look at what He's doing. Stop. Get back in your lane. Run your lane. 24? Until you die, run your race. Stay in your lane. The problems happen when you get out of your lane. Headaches happen when you start looking over into other people's lanes. You're running along and you're running and you're like, yeah, but look at what they got. and, And look at what they got. Stop, run your race. And guys. We don't just wake up and start doing that. We have to repent. What is repentance? Repentance ain't just talking and saying words. Repentance is agreeing with God that what we're doing is not right. Repentance is agreeing, Lord, I know that What I am doing doesn't honor you and it doesn't please you and it doesn't bring you glory and it is out of your will and I agree with that and I repent and I want to come back and be exactly where and who I'm supposed to be. You don't just say that was a good sermon. I needed that bull. We work out our salvation with fear and trembling We step back and think that how in the world would a God who put so up with me running in every lane I can put my nosy little self in little bit of business in, ain't got no reason to be there, but I'm all off in everybody else's world. The last thing that I care about is keeping my own life where it ought to be. How in the world would a God who sees me like that allow me to take a moment to be really quiet and to close our eyes and imagine the throne room of God? That's grace, y'all. That's the same grace he showed Peter when Peter said, I'll never, and then three little people came to him and said, You were one of his. No, I ain't. You were one of his. No, I'm not. You were one of his. I don't even know him. If we're not careful. Who we are coming into 24 is a person that don't even act like we know him. And yet here on January the 7th, 2024, God is saying, Hey, I need you to get back in your lane. I need you to to repent. And I need you to just come back. I need you to be in the center of my will for your life. I need, you to, I need you to keep your eyes focused on me, the author and perfecter of your faith. I need you to stay right here. And we need to pray that God would put a hedge around us and God that would protect us. And, and every time we start to wonder, the Holy Spirit say, Lord God, please, please protect me. Keep the evil one from me. Every time I start to wonder and start to drift, Holy Spirit of God, bring me back. I don't, I don't want to be doing that. I want to be where you want me to be. Run your race. It's yours to run. That's not your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Run your race. It's appointed unto you to die and you're going to stand before God all by yourself and give an account of how you ran in your lane we're not going to have to give an account for this lane or this lane or this lane we're going to have to give an account for our lane then wouldn't it make so much sense to obey the words of Jesus himself so Peter seeing him said to him, Jesus, Lord, what about him? What about those people in that lane over there? What about those people, my neighbors or my my co-workers or my family or my brother or my sister or my parents or my my cousins? What, What about all of them? If I want him to remain until I come, what is that to you? Jesus, as politely as he possibly can, said, That's none of your business. It's none of your business. Run your race, Peter. Follow me. Church, it's by the grace of God that we get to hear that. It's by the grace of God that we get to be challenged. And reminded and convicted. And the Holy Spirit and and the sweetness of His correction says, Hey you, if you're honest with yourself. Your lane isn't really your priority. Your lane has been secondary to everything else in this world. But the only thing. Christ wants you to do to bring him most glorious to run your race. Repentance is your right, Lord. You're right. You're right with more than lip service. You're right with action. You're right, and and, and Lord, every time I go back to looking over there or looking over there, I I pray that you'd convict me, Lord. it it may require changing things. It may require relocating yourself to different situations and different areas. I've said it before, if you need to quit your job, quit your job. Don't you think God, if you're doing it, don't you think God's got a plan? Don't you think God's in control? Don't you think? Yeah, but that's... Stop. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You need to change your social group. If you need to change your travel group, if you need to change your friend group... If you need to change your decisions, if you need to change whatever it takes, then then here's the deal. That's repentance. That's doing the hard stuff of, of getting out of all this mess and dirt and all the sin that so easily entangles us and run with endurance the race that is set before us. This year, you'll hear me say things like how, stay in your lane. And I pray the Spirit of God will just show you. I'm not, be, I'm not, I'm not calling any person out. I'm not, being, I'm not calling yours out. But here's the deal, the beauty, the power of the Holy Spirit. You know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're lost, you're clueless. But if you're a Christian, you get it. Here's the deal. When you keep your head, here's my warning. When you keep your head and your nose and your eyes on everybody else's la- lane and everybody else's track and things get worse and things fall apart and things just go I have literally and you're like, Brother Shannon, you've, you've, you've said this before. Yeah, but I ain't not like this. It's time. It's really time. There's a reason it's time now. There's a reason. I can't explain it. I can't explain it, but I can just tell you how it works. He's real. And to look this To look Jesus in the eyes when he's telling us that's none of your business. That's none of your business. That's none of your business. And you basically look back at him and say, Well, I'll show you those are dangerous places to be. That's why the Christian life is really very easy stay in your lane. So you're telling me all I got to do is just stay in my lane. Yeah. You're telling me all I got to do is trust in the Lord with all my heart. Yeah. And not lean on my own understanding. Yeah. And just acknowledge him and everything. Yes. And, and just, just run this race right here. That's all I got to do. Yes. Am I I promising you there's no cancer right there and people you really love don't die right there and, and something falls apart right there? I'm not promising you none of that. But I'm promising you, you will be right where Christ wants you when cancer comes, when people die, when life happens. You will be right where he wants you to be. Father God in heaven, for such a time as this, here's Chapel Hill. God, we've been, we've been told. We've been warned. We've been reminded. What's it matter what you're doing over there? What you, what's it matter what you're doing in their life? What's it matter what's happening down the road or up the street? Across the way, across town. What's it matter? You follow me. God, I pray right now in this room, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus. God, that your spirit would just speak to the hearts of all of us. Lord, show us where we're sinning. Show us where we're in other lanes. Show us right now, God. Show us what you want changed. God, be so clear. Show us, Lord. Where's our nose that it shouldn't be? Where's our heart that it shouldn't be? Where's our motivation that it shouldn't be? God, forgive us. comparing, no more comparisons, no more competing, no more, no more, Lord, forgive us. We know it's, we know, we know it's none of our business. We know it's not. Help us to walk in obedience to you, Lord. Help us to, to hear your voice, to see your hand at work. Help us to follow, God. We want to trust in you with all of our heart. And we want to we follow you and we want to live for you. And we want, God, give us, give us ears to hear and, and eyes to see and a boldness to go and abilities to do, God. Equip us to do what you desire us to do. Show us, Lord. You're so merciful. You've been so merciful. You're continuing to be so merciful, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, God. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As we stand this morning, as we sing this hymn, without Him we can't do this. Y'all. Without Him you can't do this. We hope you received a blessing from this week's message. If you have any questions about what you've heard from Pastor Shannon this week, you may call our church office at area code 205-339-4071. We pray that God's word strengthens you as you go on your journey today.